Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, July 27th, and we're so thankful that you have taken the time to tune in to our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio Uh, If you're in our local area, you're listening on 95.9 FM, and we thank you for joining us. We want to welcome those listening online, whether it be by the the website, uh, Voice for Victory, or listening on the uh, radio app, or those that are listening on the podcast, uh, we're thankful for you. And those that are watching on Facebook, thank you for tuning in uh, to our Winning Side broadcast. I want to say a happy birthday today to Brad Etheridge, and Brad, hope you have a great day, and then happy anniversary today to Charles and Teresa Curry, and I hope you folks have a great uh, great day and a great anniversary. Uh, Let's continue to pray for our church. Let's pray for our ministries. I think of our children's ministries, our teen ministries, adult ministries. Pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for the Christian school. Continue to pray for our radio station, and thank you for tuning in. But uh, we understand that uh, these ministries uh, all are in desperate need of prayer. We need God to bless, and we need God to uh, continue to help us every day. We need the Lord, and so I hope you'll be in prayer for that. I want to encourage you about Sunday. We're looking forward to a great day. We'll have a guest speaker with us all day, and he's been with us several times in the past, Brother John O'Malley. Uh, he is a great preacher, teacher. Uh, he, he was a missionary for years. Now he is a director of a mission agency that works with scores of missionaries around the world. And it is, it's going to be an awesome day. Uh, you don't want to miss it. And that'll be this coming Sunday, uh, all the services. And if you are not able to attend for some reason, I hope you tune in online or listen on the radio and uh, I believe that you will be helped. I want you to hear this song. Uh, We sang this song in church on Sunday night, and uh, as we were singing this song, God used it just really to bless my heart and remind me uh, of all the good things God has done. But the name of this song is So Much to Thank Him For, and uh, we do. We have so much to thank God for. If we were to get started right now, I promise you, uh, we would be going on and on and on for for, uh, hours. I think we'd go on for days and weeks if we were truly honest uh, with all the good things God has blessed us with. So I hope you enjoy this song. And after this song, we will be back in Proverbs 11. When I look around and see the good things you've done for me, Good to me. 
Praise the Lord for God's goodness, and uh, I hope we will uh, give God thanks and give Him praise for all that He's done for us, and uh, I hope we are not guilty. Uh, the Bible says that in the last days there will be some that are unthankful, and uh, that's a terrible position to be in where you have so many blessings and you stop being a thankful person uh, for those things because we certainly do not deserve them, that's for sure. I was talking yesterday, I was talking about Bibles. I got talking about uh, Bible covers. And then uh, after the broadcast, um, I saw a note from Felicia. Thank you for mentioning that. But she said, you've got your Bible cover uh, from your mom's Bible. And uh, that is a, that's a treasure for you, I know. Uh, I'm sure it brings back a lot of memories. I can still, I can picture my mom's uh, Bible cover uh, when I was a boy and I'd be sitting next to my mom and dad in church and uh, I thank the Lord for those precious memories. And, and by the way, uh, we played that song yesterday about our testimony and you may not have a testimony of growing up in church, but I hope that you'll give that to your children. I hope you have your children in church and, and teach them the Bible and, and have Bible reading and prayer and have family devotions. And I hope you'll, you'll start it in your family. You may say, I didn't have that growing up. Well, you can, you can make the change and you can have that for your family uh, going forward. And, and I thank the Lord for those precious memories. We talked about yesterday in Proverbs 11, we, talk, we talked about the subject of righteousness and we said, what is righteousness? And we gave you some definitions and we uh, read a few of the verses in Proverbs 11. But I'd like to talk to you today about not only what is righteousness, but what is not righteousness, what righteousness is not. The word here that is found in Proverbs 11, it talks about a hypocrite. You know, someone that is a, a, a hypocrite is someone who claims to be something, but in reality they are not. I think there are many good examples, but I'll use this example. Uh, if, you, if you go to a museum and you see, uh, I think about the uh, Air and Space Museum uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, well, I've not been there in a long time, but it's, it's an amazing thing. But they will have in that Air and Space Museum, they will have uh, airplanes on display, and they look beautiful. Some of them are very old. Some of them are more recent. Many of them have historical significance. 
But you know, if you were to get that airplane and, and take that out of the museum, that airplane would not fly. As a matter of fact, it probably doesn't even have the engine inside of it. It doesn't even have what it needs, but it's made to look, uh, look good. And it does look good on the outside, but really, in reality, it's not a real plane. It's not a working plane. Um, my wife and I, we have been back uh, to Moline, Illinois. And if you ever get a chance to go back to that area of the country, it's the Quad Cities. That's I grew up in Rockford, and then when I was 16, uh, my dad and mom and our family, we moved to Geneseo, where my dad became the pastor uh, there of that little church. It was a little church we got started. It wasn't little when we left. God really blessed that church. But just a little farming community there in Geneseo. And we were about 20 minutes from Moline. Uh, Moline is the world headquarters of John Deere, all the John Deere tractors and equipment. And they have a museum there. It's a beautiful museum. They have tractors in that museum. They have combines, huge combines in that museum that you can go by and see. They look beautiful. As a matter of fact, they are shining. Um, but, and I, I guess I don't know this for a fact about all of them, but many of those, they, they don't still run. Uh, they're there simply to be seen. And can I tell you, in the Christian life, that's not the goal. The goal is not to be seen. Uh, the goal is to have something on the inside that is real. Uh, the Christian life, righteousness, we talked about yesterday, it's not just something we preach. It's not just something we teach, but it's something that we ought to live every day. And so a hypocrite, a hypocrite is someone who uh, maybe looks good on the outside, but on the inside, they're not really being righteous. They're not really doing what is right. Uh, righteousness is not just outward, but it is inward. If it is on the inside, it will be evident on the outside. Proverbs 11, we see the man void of understanding. We see a one who is a talebearer. By the way, if you're a talebearer, if you're a gossip, if you're always talking about people, uh, that's not a righteous person. Uh, talks about in Proverbs 11, someone who has a froward heart. Um, can I tell you, a righteous person is not harsh. Uh, a righteous person is not rude. A righteous person is not angry and bitter and upset, but uh, a righteous man, as it talks about in this passage, is one who's merciful, uh, one who is gracious. And I hope that we are not uh, hypocritical. Uh, I hope that we are righteous and genuine uh, in our relationship with the Lord. So we've seen what is righteousness, uh, what righteousness is not. But number three, I want you to see what goes with righteousness. Would you notice in verse number one, we see that decisions or judgments go with righteousness. When you are a righteous person, it's going to affect your decisions. It's going to affect your judgments. The, the, the call you make on different areas of life will be affected by your righteousness. Uh, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, it says that we are to flee youthful lust. That's a decision you have to make. Say, I'm staying away from that. But then when you flee youthful lust, the Bible says you follow righteousness. Righteousness goes along with good decisions. Verse number two, when pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. With righteousness comes humility. Verse number three, with righteousness comes integrity. You say, well, what's integrity? Integrity is what you are when you're all by yourself. Uh, integrity is not evidenced in a crowd. 
but it is evidenced when you're all alone. Do you have integrity to do what's right, even if no one else will ever know? Verse number eight, righteousness will help you and I to avoid trouble. Verse number nine, righteousness will help us to have knowledge. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Uh, a knowledge of the word of God is going to help us to be instructed in righteousness. Verse number 10, we see there's rejoicing that comes with righteousness. It says, when it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoiceth. Verse 11, promotion comes with righteousness. Verse 12, self-control. Verse 13, a talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. You know what righteousness is gonna help you do? It's gonna help you zip your lip. Uh, we, we talk to our children about that. Uh, we say, if you don't have something nice to say, then don't say anything. Righteousness will help you to keep your mouth shut. Uh, verse 18, righteousness comes with a reward or a harvest. Verse 19, righteousness brings life. Verse 20, it affects your heart. Uh, they, they that are upright are, are God's delight. Uh, it affects your heart. It affects that which God sees and God knows. It affects our children. Verse 21, uh, it affects those that are coming after us. In verse 23, it affects our goals. And I hope that we will be righteous. Matthew 5 and verse number 6, the Bible says that there is a blessing for those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Matthew 6, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. I hope we'll seek after I hope we'll hunger after, hope we'll thirst today after righteousness. I hope we'll live on the winning side. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you'll have a great day. I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.